Welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat, brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Chris Holman, and we're, we're coming to you from a, a remote studio, basically the garden level of my home. And if you hear my staff acting up, that's my lab and my rescue dog, Baxter and Walter. But we have on the line with us right now, because information is what we're desperately seeking, and information from experts makes it even more useful. Taylor Gast joins us right now. He's an attorney with Foster Swift, Collins & Smith, with literally offices all over the state of Michigan. I know you're in uh, Troy, you were in uh, Detroit, you're in uh, Lansing and Grand Rapids, certainly some other venues, but all over the place and highly sought after for what they do. Taylor, welcome to the show. And I guess I feel like saying, hey, what's up and getting out of the way because of the information you have. But let's talk a little bit about the legal issues for small business, for-profit and non-profit. Sure. Thanks for having me on, Chris. There's a lot out there right now, and so there's you know quite a bit to talk about here. And you know I'm happy to happy to share some of the information that we have and and what's been kind of coming in and we've been circulating for you know particularly our, our business clients and uh, nonprofits as well tend to be kind of looped into these rules. So the big news, of course, uh, last week, you know the, the first thing that we all heard here was the uh, you know the governor's executive order, and that you know. I, of course, caused a lot of businesses to understand that they, you know, cannot operate as they have been. And some of the, you know, in the best case scenarios, those, uh, you know, workers have been able to move to kind of off-site work and have been able to work remotely. And, you know, we're, we're making that work to the extent that that is, uh, is possible. But for a whole host of businesses and, and other types of organizations, you know, there have been some pretty serious, you know, financial impacts, you know, questions about whether those organizations can continue to pay their employees and you know money coming in is is of course an issue and uh, and so we've been talking with a lot of our clients about how that order applies and then you know the big thing now the conversation is kind of shifted to you know the stimulus package that that was signed into law last Friday and you know I think what might be most helpful is you know I can kind of walk through a few pieces of kind of the, the banner pieces of the of the stimulus bill and so the, if you, you know, you're doing any research and you're reading right now, you're, you're hearing all about the CARES Act is, is what it's called. And it's a, it's an enormous piece of legislation. You know, you'd be hard-pressed not to have heard about it at this point. But there's a lot of a lot of questions as to how this applies. And the, the really kind of big piece that we are finding ourselves with the most questions about and, and you know, our organizational clients kind of having the most interested, you know, most interest in is uh, what's being called the Paycheck Protection Program. And the Paycheck Protection Program is, you know, if you've heard of, you know, a program that sounds like it might be offering forgivable loans that are, you know, begin as loans and uh, convert into, um, you know, essentially, you know... uh, Grants. Grants, right, that... You know where the all but you know this year's interest is essentially forgiven. That's that's what we're talking about here. So this payment or paycheck protection program um, is a it's a very useful way for businesses to be able to cover payroll expenses. 
over a uh, over a period of time here with the understanding that as long as you know we're having the conversation up front to make sure that the business you know or you know as organization qualifies and that they spend the money appropriately as is permitted under the act that uh, that will be forgiven at the end of the year and the only amount that they'll have to have paid on this as if it were a loan is is the interest you know that's that's due this year and it's a relatively low interest rate and so the some of the minimum qualifications that we want to think about if you know for for some of our listeners here are you know that the uh, the organization needs to have fewer than 500 employees you know they need to use you know the funds for only specific purposes generally those are you know payroll expenses but it's a it's a fairly you know expansive you know version of, of what payroll costs are you know we're talking about you know the taxes that are imposed for employees paychecks we're also talking about you know the healthcare expenses and uh, you know in terms of other you know other ways that that money can be used you know also rent on uh, you know on leasing agreements utilities so that you can keep the building you know that you have up and running taylor uh, this thing goes a long ways i've got about 30 seconds and uh, tell people where they go to get this information and make application absolutely so the applications aren't quite available yet they're you know this is quickly moving and so they uh, we expect that this will be administered through the small business administration and so you can certainly check their website or, you know, I'd, I'd certainly direct our listeners to fosterswift.com. We're providing just a whole host of resources and, you know, great information for free up there. All right, but I'm going to ask you to stick around because we want to come back and maybe wrap this up if there's anything we need to, but also talk about cybersecurity. So we'll be right back after this break with Taylor Gast from Foster Swift, Collins and Smith. You're listening to the Michigan Business Beat on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Chris Holman.